welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omenson. This episode continues our series on fitness and wellness opportunities for all ages, which are offered through Naperville Park District's Fort Hill Fitness. Today, we'll talk about our expanding menu of virtual fitness classes for adults of all ages from high school on up. And I'm happy to welcome as our guests today, fitness instructors, Mary and Karen, and one of our participants, Kathy. Thank you all for being here today. Um, And looking at the schedule of the weekly virtual fitness classes available for Fort Hill fitness members, I'm so impressed with the number and variety. You've got yoga, interval training, strength, cardio, Zumba, almost everything that we offer in person. So what is it like to teach these on Zoom? Um, I've been teaching group fitness classes for 30 years, and I was pretty intimidated, quite frankly, going into Zoom because, you know, as an instructor, you really feed off of the energy in the room, in the um, in the studio. And I'm also really engaged in coaching and monitoring my clients' performances, right, and modifications and what they can and what they cannot do. And so at first, I was like, this is not for me. This is not how I coach. Um, but it turns out, um, like when everything was shut down, people wanted that community. They wanted their instructors that they were familiar with. They begged for the formats or the moves that they were familiar with. You know, anybody can do the free apps, um, YouTube videos and everything, but the Fort Hill community has been so fantastic about rallying around all of our instructors. We're trying to figure out volume. We're trying to figure out, you know, dogs barking in the background. Members have been really, you know, forgiving, I think, too, of, of you know, we're all in this together and, and it's about the community. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree with that. It's, it's really different, for sure, because, again, as Karen said, we feed off the energy of all the participants and how they react to what we're teaching and whether it's the music or whether it's like their favorite song they like to hear and their favorite moves. It's, it's, it's rewarding to see that they enjoy that so much. And when we went to Zoom classes, I was concerned of the technological barriers with the community that I teach to because the classes I teach to, I teach Zumba Gold, I teach Strength and Motion Gold. So I tends to be to the older population. So technology, Kathy, you might be able to chime in on this. Um, Oh, yeah. It's just, it's terrifying. It could be challenging. It's challenging and terrifying because it's, it's, again, new technology. And for me as an instructor, being able to communicate what I'm teaching was also a hurdle because I'm used to having a microphone and being able to tell the students participants what they're supposed to be doing and what's coming up so they know how to prepare. But with Zoom, there was always this lag, this lag in the technology where I'd be doing a move and then the music would be a count behind. So it made it difficult. So I had to do a lot of research and try to find best practices for this type of 
classes. And so, you know, as Kathy may can attest to my struggles with, with my music and finding the best thing, but I think I have it worked out now, but being able to have my voice and the music sync up with the moves is so important because you don't want the participants to get discouraged in what you're teaching. And especially if something familiar with them, they can listen to the music and do the moves. But if you're teaching something new and, you know, as you know, when if Karen's teaching a class, if she's showing how to how to do a certain move, if her instruction is not synced up with what she's saying, it gets confusing and intimidating. And that's what I wanted to take out of the equation was the intimidation factors. And thankfully for me, because I teach functional interval training, I don't teach a choreographed class like Mary teaches. So instead of feeling frustrated because Mary put a lot of time into, you know, as all of us do, planning, but now the technology aspect of it while syncing the music. I just kind of solved that right out of the gate and I told everybody, look, I'm muting everybody. Blast whatever motivates you in the background. That way, and I'm really loud, I don't use a microphone. Um, there's no background noise fighting with, Zoom is directly in front of the camera. It picks up on the first person. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to block out the background noise. So when you're teaching a dance class or you're teaching fitness classes, um, it is choosing one or the other. Who do you want to hear? So for me, I'm like, because my class does not require um, music, it's less frustrating <laughs> for all of us involved, I think. Well, Mary, I think you've done a great job. I never noticed any difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. I think everybody must have been really motivated at the beginning of the pandemic or in the middle of it last spring when you know, they were feeling so disconnected. They must have been like ready to just, just keep on persevering to get this. Correct, figure it out, right. figure it out. Figure and it I, out, yeah. I think Mary, you'll find too, I found that I connected with fellow instructors that typically sub for me, right? Cause we teach the similar formats at different mm -hmm. times and they sub for me or I sub for them. So we really didn't have relationships because I was out of town and they were subbing, you know, like right. as yes. a team. Um, but we've really connected and spent hours on Zoom, happy hours on Zoom. <laughs> like, okay, wait, now can you hear me? How about if I hit the volume down to 50%? Can you still hear me? I mean, it's been wonderful. It's mm -hmm. been wonderful team building. Um, and I mean, kudos to Fort Hill for allowing us this medium, you know, like this Absolutely. vehicle. I may be the only person that actually prefers Zoom because I'll tell you what, Mary, you had a hundred people in your Zumba class, the, the Thursday Zumba goal. I am only five feet tall and that's on a good day. So if I didn't get there early, I couldn't see Mary's feet and sometimes not even her arms. So I had to follow the people mm -hmm. in front of me who then were following the people in front of them. And I thought, wow, I'm not even sure what I'm doing. I hope they're doing it right. So this is great. I mean, I can see, you know, I can see all of Mary and not have to fight. Right. Everybody's front, front row. row. Exactly. So how do people connect with each other on the classes? Well, for, for me, it's before class. People will, will hop on and everybody's catching up and chit-chatting by the time I catch up. And, and that I is log completely in. chaotic, by the way. <laughs> it's like one screen's popping up yeah. after yeah. another. Whoever's talking yeah. is... Uh, um, but it's nice to be able to, to see everybody, even though, you know, for me personally, I prefer... I'm sure Karen feels the same way. I prefer having in-studio classes just because that 
camaraderie and that community that we've built at Fort Hill, it's that connection that we make, you know, and especially as we get older, we like to talk more, I think, and we like to socialize more. <laughs> and in my classes, it's it's amazing, especially my Zumba Gold class. As Kathy mentioned, I, you know, I have, you know, average about 100 people in my Thursday Zumba Gold class. It's amazing. And when I walk in and everybody's like chatting away and and it's, it's beautiful because that's what you want. You want people to feel welcome. You want people to enjoy being there and want to come back, not just for the exercise, but for the people that you meet, the, the connections that you make with other people, which is so important. So Kathy, um, what prompted you to register for a virtual class? Well, I've been taking Mary's uh, Zumba goal with the other 99 people, and I, I don't know if I saw it. I don't know if I saw it in a newsletter. I don't even know how I knew, but I was one of the first people to start doing this Zumba Gold um, virtually. And then I started getting a little, like as I was feeling stronger, literally, and I started adding things like Carolyn's Zumba toning. And, um, but so I counted, I was doing six classes until my husband then needed the computer. So then I thought, <laughs> oh, okay, well, yeah. It's really been so good for me to have a regular schedule. I mean, I sit down on Sunday and I plot all my little, you know, my classes. And so that's just great for me. Mary and Karen, um, what have you heard from your class participants? Yeah, well, well, like Kathy says, you know, initially it was a technology challenge. But as um, everybody is starting to get accustomed to to the way we're doing it, um, I think they're liking it. I mean, like for myself, I live in Oswego. So I like Kathy says the, the whole commute, this is so easy for me, you know, it's for everybody else just to get up early and being able to teach class, not worry about that commute into Fort Hill. But with that said, I, I can't wait to get back into the gym with my classes just because of the community. But I think virtually, the feedback I've been getting is really good because people are continuing to come back. Yeah, They're continuing to come back every class. My classes have maintained between 30 and 50 people um, through all the classes. So, you know, the numbers are still there. So that means they're enjoying it and they want to come back and continue. And the feedback that I've received, um, just tons of gratitude, really. I think, um. <clears throat> you know, Fort Hill, um, we were one of the only local gyms that were able to pivot almost mm -hmm. immediately mm -hmm. uh, back in March. You know, mm -hmm. people, members really appreciated that. And like Kathy said earlier, I think other feedback that I've gotten from folks are um, that they have been willing to take new instructors or new formats mm -hmm. that they would have all, you know, maybe been a little intimidated to take in mm -hmm. person. Well, I, I think this is such a great example of how um, the, these exercise classes can keep people in shape and with better mood and attitude and get oh, through 100%, this pandemic. 100%. And I will say, you know, at a lot of my clients too, like maybe they are appreciating some much needed alone time during this class. Or yeah. some of my clients have started training with their spouse. I've never seen him or her at the gym, 
But yes. the spouse in the beginning was a little curious about the classes happening, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they're in the picture. Or <laughs> young kids flying through, you know, mom or dad are leading by example. And I've had teenagers yeah. in the summertime, teenagers were up out of bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning to, to train with mm-hmm. their moms. And those types of connections, you know, of course there have been terrible um, this has been a very challenging and tricky time, right? Yes. But I think that there are so many positive things that have mm-hmm. come out of us Absolutely. having to adapt and pivot. And the mm-hmm. again, we'll go back to connections. Maybe that's our theme mm-hmm. today, but even connecting mm-hmm. within the family and mm-hmm. in these workouts at home. Definitely leading by example. Oh, I know that I've had uh, a couple of participants who's, um, because my classes are predominantly women and a couple of them have, their husbands have been kind of sneaking in in the background, yeah. which is kind of, it's really nice to see because um, one of my participants, she said her husband was very appreciative because he's finally, he's, he, he could tell his range of motion has increased just by taking my class. I'm like, exactly. Right. So I expect you to see, see you in my class right. when we come back to the gym. Right. <laughs> So it's it's great to hear that kind of feedback mm-hmm. that people are continuing and feeling stronger. Well, I think about whether or not um, you know the the question about if Zoom classes are here to stay. I I think there will always be a place for Zoom classes, basically because now we know how beneficial they can be in all of the ways that we've discussed. Either it's convenience on a snow day, or um, you know mm-hmm. building community, or being intimidated to go into a hundred person class, whatever the case might be. Um, I think it's been a great supplement really, but I'm confident that my people are eager to get back into the studio. And like Mary said, you know, that camaraderie, that energy, Mm -hmm. just the energy Mm -hmm. level. And it doesn't have to be a rip roaring class. It doesn't have to be a hoop and holler. It's just a different feeling. And, um, you know, with Fort Hill and the equipment that they have, um, it's a completely different, positive energy shift. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.